For the ones who know that a little late is always too late, and that the clock doesn't stop just because you're missing a part, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, and our KeepStock inventory management solutions help ensure you have the right stuff in the right place at exactly the right time. Visit Granger.com/keepstock to learn more. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 88th time, I'm not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco, the podcast. I'm joined, as I am every Monday night, by the boys, Doug and Trevor. We're breaking down. God, this is when we talk. I talk about this at the very well. Maybe we talked about this after after we turned it off. But this is the worst two weeks of content for us content people. It's by far the worst two weeks. Nobody's getting arrested. There's rarely ever a trade, and of course, there's a trade this week. My new like we joked about the jinx. With the Russell Wilson thing, but this Stafford thing was fucking creepy. Let's just call it what it is. It was fucking creepy. It was really creepy. And I I don't know how to control it. Like Cyclops before he gets his glasses. Like I have to because I tried it, I tried doing it on purpose with Josh Allen this year, right before the Niner game. I said 2021 MVP. He threw for like 390. So apparently it only works when I genuinely believe something. Genuinely want something. And then it goes the wrong way for me. So I don't know what to do with this information. Because that's a horrible, horrible. Like, what if this is true? What if everything I really, really want is never going to happen just because I want it? It's a weird thing to think about. It's a really weird thing to think about. Anyways, on that note, uh, hey, make sure you're downloading this fucking thing. It would mean a lot to me and uh, increases the uh, the clout. So, um, And download old episodes. Subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe again. Download them, delete them, download them again. Have at it. Just download the shit out of these things. would mean a lot to me. Uh, anyways, after the goat, Nacho Flacco and the boys, Trevor and Doug, talking all the shit that's gone on this week that isn't football. I hope you like it. <laughs> all right. Well, we, uh, we've we already had one balls joke, and the podcast hadn't even started. So uh, we have the boys. It is episode 88. Week before the Super Bowl, there's only one game left in the season. How are we feeling this week, Doug? When balls you, deep, balls deep. We're balls deep. We're, we're balls deep in the season right now. It's where it's almost to the climax, and uh, we're about Just to pull out. A, we're about to pull pushing. out a sloppy mess. Let's keep pushing. Ball joke <laughs> number two. Um, Doug, you how are you well, feeling? Uh, I'm good. I'm feeling good, ready to – it's Super Bowl Monday. Got to listen to uh, Tom Brady and 
Patrick Mahomes and some of the other guys talk to the media today, virtually. Um, but I'm excited, man. I think it's going to be a good game. I want a close game. I want both quarterbacks to play well. I just want everybody to have fun. Yes. Um, we got yeah, to figure out. Definitely want to see a good game. The goal for next year is for the three of us to be at media day. Let's do it. That's I'm down. That's the goal. We'll get. So we'll try and get some press. Where's the Super Bowl next year? Who cares? Where is it? <laughs> I hope it's not in Phoenix. Uh yeah, I don't. That'd be, that'd be convenient though. It would be actually. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ever going to Arizona with Doug again, but um. Oh, that was a good one. What I've been there um, multiple times since. No trouble. Okay. Forgot about that story. Yeah. Should we enlighten the listeners? That's. I mean, it's a. It's a federal offense. I don't think we need to. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, why not? <laughs> the uh, um, failed in mystery. All right. So the. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, well, something big happened in the NFL. Stafford got traded to the, so is this the Stafford trade or is it the, it's the Stafford trade, right? It's not the Goff trade. Yes, it is definitely yeah, not the, the Goff Stafford. trade. For sure. Goff, Goff, what, plays like six games next year and then is replaced and that's it for him. Then he's a backup. He's too expensive for them to like just bench. He's got three years left, right? Something like that. Minimum two. Like the contract actually hasn't started. Oh my god! That's the that's the fun part about this is the contract technically hasn't started because he was drafted in what twenty sixteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty was his fifth year. So technically, this was his fifth year option year. Wow. Oof. So they 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 traded so how, so, so the the contract the trade was a, th- a round 3 pick this year, a one next year, a one the year after, leaving the Rams with a- only Aaron Donald that is still that is a first round pick that's still on their roster since 2014. So obviously not 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 the textbook team building approach that you'd you'd look for but so it was a three plus a one plus a one how many of those ones were for Stafford and how many of them were for the contract yeah I think uh I think you got Stafford for the third round pick and then two first rounds for that contract that's how I look at it yeah it was definitely a ballsy trade um but I think (laughs) I think Stafford uh I'm a big fan of him. I, I think it takes the the Rams to the next level. I think I think they're back in uh, contention. Not like they were out, but um, at the, I think golf held him back. See if uh, if Stafford in the winter of his would you call it in the winter? Maybe he's in the fall of his career. Yeah, you know it's like a, it's like Labor Day. Yeah, yeah, he's got another couple. He's got a good couple of years in him, probably. Oh, for sure. Maybe maybe they can uh, get back to the big game. So, I like it. So I was in looking in in looking up some useless NFL stats around him, and I found a couple. Like for one, he hasn't rushed for a 
he, him and Philip Rivers are the only two quarterbacks that have started a decent amount of games that have not rushed for a touchdown in the last four years. So anyway, that, that was just, again, useless. Um, but he has actually on a per game basis. Like, so accounting for, cause he missed half of 2019 with a back injury on a per game basis. He actually accounts for less touchdowns per game than Jared Goff since, since Goff came into the league. So, and it's not like he hasn't had, he, he hasn't had a great system, but it's not like he doesn't have weapons. I mean, he's had Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones and all these other guys like Golden. Yeah, Tate. they have weapons. Yeah, we yeah. talked about that. So he's not, it's not like he, he, he doesn't have the, uh, he doesn't have the excuse of like, not, you know, this isn't Brady leaving the Patriots, right? Like, you know, guy with no weapons going to a team with weapons. He's, he's arguably, yeah. his weapons are arguably worse in, I would say in so. LA. I'd say so. Uh, I mean, well, maybe not. I just, lo- I, I just mean, love Kenny Galladay. So I feel like that. that's that. That's that's got to have some heavily weighted years, one way or the other. I mean, Stafford's. If you forget, Stafford's been in the league how long? Ten years. Doug, eleven. Yeah, something like that. My my big I mean, question were, is, I mean, is, is Stafford that much better than Goff? Like, is he in a see a big jump? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I bring up. The the you know, Goff has actually accounted for more touchdowns. Like I don't, I, I, and we'll get to the Niners in a second. Oh, here and... I'll ask you this: Will the Niners improve more? You know what I'm going to say. Will the, also we'll just lay it out for you guys. So we'll start with Doug. Doug, do the Niners improve more going from half a season of Jimmy G to a full season of Jimmy G? Than the Rams improve going from a full season of Goff to a full season of Stafford. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think. I mean, Stafford's good. He's got a strong arm, but I don't think he's a big jump in talent from Goff. But who knows how much? How, I mean, how much of Goff's success is because of him or because of McVay? Right. But who knows? I would. Who, I would disagree. I think Stafford is far better than golf now the age plays in i think i don't think he's at his in his prom um but i think he's far uh, way better uh, quarterback 100 but do they so did they kind of blow their load early on this or i mean they obviously identified stafford as their guy but wouldn't the watson trade be something similar as far as picks yeah, two first round picks are is absurd. It's got I mean that's part of the contract though with golf, I guess. But yeah, Jean, the Texans are like, okay, great. So we get seven first round picks. Like we look at this trade and we say we get seven. <laughs> Apparent so according to the one of the Houston beat writers that's been around for forever, and his name's John McLean, which is fantastic. Um nice. uh, the Texans want two first, two seconds. And two young defensive players for Watson. And their argument is he's under contract. He's Deshaun Watson. He's 25 years old. And he's, you know, they're not trading him because he's an asshole. They're trading him because they're a terrible franchise. Yeah, that's and a that's too, And that's too fucking much to, for, like, for the Niners to say give up. Well, I'm just... Well, we'll we'll talk about the Niners in a second because they're they're, so, they're okay, like so, the, so, they're at the front row of all this QB shit. 
Right, yeah. but the, the team the team that can, we're, when we're skipping a lot here, the team the teams that can really afford. I mean, who can really afford to give up those kind of picks? But what is it, Miami and uh, who else has just a shit ton of first round picks, or just uh, not first round picks, just picks this year and next year? The Jets. Yeah, yeah, the, the Jets. Jets the, right. the Jets have the right. benefit of having the second best, second highest pick in the draft, and the so and the most tradable pick in the draft, and so it's it's yeah, it's the Jets. <clears throat> yeah, I mean they have two first this year and two first next year, I think, right? Yeah, I mean, they oh, could, yeah, because of the because of the Jamal Adams trade. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I mean, they would. I mean, it would make they could sacrifice two first round picks this year for Watson. And that that that's doable just because they have the two next year. They could probably do two this year, one next year, and be done with it. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. That's, that's still a fucking ton. Jesus. Yeah, but I mean, like that franchise to to actually have a now he might tear his ACL as soon as he lands and sure in you know but I think steps yeah, off I the think, bus. I think where you're going with that point is just the fucking Jets and they don't draft for shit, so they're better off getting a a player that's proven. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like if you're if you're you bring in the coach, you bring in Deshaun Watson, all of a sudden everything around that franchise changes, and all you've got to do is give up three first round picks, which is, I mean, it's still a 50-50 crapshoot, right? It's like when you draft a quarterback in the top fifteen, half of them aren't half of them aren't going to turn out. Right, so but they would throw in uh, uh, what's his face, who isn't terrible, just quarterback right now. Sorry, I'm blanking. Oh, Darnold. Darnold, right? They throw in Darnold two picks and I don't know who else. Some second rounders or something, and that's that's that a Watson trade? Yeah, it could happen. Well, I don't think the Texans want Darnold. If they trade Watson, they're picking a quarterback with that second pick. I guess that's true. So yeah, I would say three first round picks and then and then you get greedy if you're the Jets, you know, another second, a player. But three first round picks is where I think it starts. Yeah. Okay, so on the so so it sounds like Doug, you and I are pretty much aligned on the Goff and Stafford are close enough in terms of it, it, if, okay, maybe not in just, talent. Yeah. Maybe not in talent, but like quarterbacks are kind of maxed out at five thousand yards. Like nobody's gonna throw for six thousand yards in a season. Right? So Quarterbacks are kind of maxed out at 5,000 yards. Goff is typically thrown for 4,000 yards a season, I think. Right? And I'm just going to verify this so I don't fucking sound like an asshole. Like, because I, on last week's thing, I said that Antonio Brown already had a ring and he didn't. He just had a Super Bowl appearance. So I'll, I'll just live with that. Um, and he also said that Baker Mayfield didn't have an arm. So that, that's not. Yeah, but I said that on a meme but, and I corrected it later. <laughs> but so I, I think <laughs> what all the other factor that's in play is the window of opportunity that I think LA is putting on itself. Um, it's not like they have aging veteran stars or, you know, anything like that, but I think, you know, with their defense, with their, with their cap space and shit like that, I, I think that's what's, I think that's a big motivator. I think they, they may look at that team as a, at a two to three year window to win. But like, since yeah, they're, since they're not far, I think it's they're even, not from far from making it from uh, two years ago. I think it's an even smaller window than that. I mean, they're, this is a Hail Mary for them as far as I'm concerned. Like, they, they don't have another – they have no talent base from their own first-round picks, like, going back to 2014. 
Yeah. They're going to, they're going to be nine years without a, a, uh, a first round pick on their roster other than Aaron Donald. Donald, yeah. So, I mean, nine draft classes worth. So, it is acres that good. It is what? Is Cam Akers that good? I mean, he's fine. He's a running back, I think. He's yeah, good, right. but like, I just, it's they have they have pushed all in on on it. This being go- a golf problem, we'd be so much better if we just had right. any other quarterback besides golf. And yeah. and I, I guess you could go back to what we were saying before, talent wise. Like, do you give up Jones? Is Jones Jr. and Galladay? for a Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. You mean it's like in terms of like what's the step up in talent? I don't think it's that much. Kenny Galladay's a beast. Kenny Galladay is a beast. Cup is also a beast. Sure. Robert Woods is, is great. I think, I think I think I think those are those are two really good wide receiver cores. But it's like going back to what I said earlier, the last 3 years Goff has thrown for 3900, 4600, 4600 and 3800 yards. Like you can't, you're not going to get maybe one or two guys a year is going to throw for more than 4,600 yards. Yeah. But that, and, that's just, that's just stats and not winning. Right. You got a guy who, who was not, was not conceivably looking at a possible Super Bowl appearance in his career staying in Detroit. So there's a motivator, right. A, a guy that's, that's kind of been a low key, one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL in his career. I think he has a lot to prove. I don't know. I think I just I'm I'm as much as I fucking hate the Rams and the fan base. Like I think I don't know. I'm kind of looking forward to it. I think it'll be good. I hope they change the jerseys. It'll be interesting to see what kind of stats Stafford puts up if he uh, if he is a a huge improvement from what Goff was doing there. Uh, definitely something to keep an eye on. But but I don't see it as a giant upgrade. But we'll see. Yeah, I, I've never. I've never worried about having to play Stafford and I've never worried about having to play Goff, but now it's different because you've got the best parts of the Rams and the lions are now on the Rams. Like McVay is the best part of the Rams and Stafford was the best part of the lions. And, you know, maybe one plus one equals three. Plus the defense. Yeah. I mean, it's, it'll be something to watch. And those Lions uh, receivers we keep bringing up, Marvin Jones, Galloway, Galladay, and Amendola, I think, is their third. They're all free agents in yeah. Detroit. So. Yeah. And the free agent class, the wide receiver free agent class is its own fucking podcast. There's like, I think Bill Barnwell had like 43 guys on a list today or something that Damn. where it's like, it is an, obs- Allen Robinson, Galladay, there's a bunch of fucking guys that are, yeah, I think the Giants are. I think the Giants are going to shoot for uh, Allen Robinson. And the uh, the draft class is probably just as good as last year's wide receiver draft class. Yeah, they said that too. Wow, like lead, baby. it's it's deep. So that there might be a bunch of other guys that Brandon Ayuk is better than. Potentially, yeah. Because because he was the second best second highest graded wide receiver in in the in the rookie class this year. Just just throwing that out there. Nice. Speaking really? of the forty, so yeah, yeah, he was like, like he got an eighty grade, and Justin Jefferson had like a ninety two or something. But then everything yeah. after that was like 70s, 60s, 
uh, below 80. Is Even Claypool? Where I was going. Interesting. Okay. Speaking of the 49ers, um, by any chance have you guys kept up on the rumor, the rumor like Gatling gun <laughs> that has no. been the 49ers offseason so far? So 49ers. No. Uh, Listen, yeah. please. I, I saw some tweets and I, I immediately thought of you, obviously. But I'll yeah, go ahead. 49ers Twitter is a goddamn fucking wasteland right now. <laughs> Holy shit. So Half the fan base, I'm just gonna split them in half. I don't I don't know what the fucking numbers are. Half the fan base thinks Jimmy G is terrible and 2019 never happened. And the other half thinks that those people are fucking crazy and that giving up tons of draft picks for any quarterback is obscene given the other holes on the roster because of all the free agents and everything else. I'm in the second group. I'm in the Unless you can get Deshaun Watson for a steal and not like, I'm not talking like some like, you know, two second round picks, like a realistic steal, like, you know, two first rounders for Deshaun Watson would be a steal, right? Um, That yeah. they should just probably stick with Jimmy because they can get out of his contract and everything else. Well, apparently the, the Niners were, According to some people, the Niners were like front runners on Stafford because he wanted to be there and blah, 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 blah. But the Niners are apparently are not offering their 12th pick, the 12th pick in the draft in any of these scenarios. This Sean Watson might change it, but like in any of these scenarios, it sounds like they're not offering a first round pick. So then the rumor starts that it's going to be a Jimmy for Kirk Cousins trade. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that would be I, mean, I saw was, it was like Jimmy in a second and a four for cousins. I just oh saw that. God, really that is obscene. And that, I, yeah, I mean, that it would create a... some serious content. You would be so angry and just you would just be creating some <laughs> absolute gold, not only here on the podcast, but on your, on, on the meme page, all of it. I mean, it would, that would be the, the silver lining for all of us, but that might be one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. I mean, giving yeah. up a second and a, so let's just go off the, the Jimmy plus a two plus a four. Is that even a good straight up trade? No, 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 that's not even a good straight. Well, up it's, trade. it's okay. Listen, I don't. So I had a specific theory because Doug and I were on the, on the, on the tweet machine sending each other something and i said i have a theory and so here's my theory and here is how i could wrap my head around this if i was a niners fan if this is a stafford and goff trade part two where one team with a quarterback who's probably not going to win a super bowl and has a terrible contract and that team gives up an extra first round pick to a team with a quarterback that's also not that great and also probably isn't going to win a Super Bowl, but doesn't have a, an onerous contract that you can't get out of. And so in this scenario, my theory is, is that the 49ers would conceivably be open to this if Kirk Cousins and a number one pick or a number two pick or some 
solid pick were coming to the Niners and the Niners only had to give up Jimmy G. So they make a lateral move in terms of QB, but they pick up an extra one or two picks. It doesn't make sense for the Niners to do the two and the four sending a two and a four because the Niners quarterback is the one with the better contract. Yeah. But I just, I don't think we should even like talk about that because it's so obscene. It's so stupid. You, you, I think you would need to like really find, I think you'd probably have to drift a little more to the Browns bandwagon if that happened. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, man, I've watched, we I've watched Tim throw passes for an entire season. Like, we shouldn't talk about it. You, we should not talk about Kirk Cousins and picks or, or, or Jimmy G and picks to the, to the Vikings. We shouldn't. Well, after what I did to apparently what I did to Russell Wilson, and then after, did you did you see me answer the the Stafford question on my story, and then twenty minutes later he gets traded to the Rams? Somebody was like, "Where do you want to see? Where do you want to see Stafford go?" And I said, "Anywhere but the Rams." And I shit you not, thirty minutes later he gets traded to the Rams. <laughs> I did see that. This is I did a not, ter- I, did, I did not see that. And all this cousins curse bullshit. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, you could easily this could have just been in the in the in the plan. I I let's would stop have, talking about it though. Let's move. Let's do to a, to a cooler scenario. I would. I think I would. I think cousins being on the 49ers would be the thing that that breaks me mentally. Like I don't think I'd stop being a fan of the Niners, but I think I would be a different person after that. I'm like yeah, almost you, sure you would, you would lose any. <laughs> yeah, you would lose any kind of hope you know, and, uh, and confidence in your team. It would be, Cousins will change a man. (laughs) All right. So Trev, you think you've got a, you've got a, you've got something else. You've got like something else to talk about. Is this on the same topic? Are we moving on? No, 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 no. Uh, There's all these crazy scenarios. And I thought you were talking about like this, like the Twitter and, 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 you know, I mean, I thought we'd we'd go through this, like this, like laundry list of possibilities. I say, let's stop talking about Kirk Cousins and go to another possibility. That sounds even better. I don't have uh, one. I'm just hoping you do. I do. I got one for you. I think Matt Ryan makes more sense than Kirk Cousins, right? Absolutely. But is that a rumor? You're talking about the rumor mill, right? Is that is that he's on the he's on the he's on the rumor mill list. He's okay. The, the mill hasn't come all the way around to Matt Ryan just yet. You, sure, but is, is Cousins like one? Like who's two? Kirk Cousins is like, please, he better be like 60. Like <laughs> That's that's how we started. We yeah. started the conversation with Kirk right. Cousins. So I'm hoping, yeah, I don't. If if the okay, so here's giving here's me the douche I, chills. Here's what I want. What do you want? My my preference is for the Niners to keep Jimmy, keep their picks, draft a young quarterback. My next preference is them for them to get Deshaun Watson relatively cheap like two first cheap my distant third case scenario is like deshaun two first and then somebody important like gotta say, he, his name's come up like yeah what if you had to trade bosa plus two first and i'm like oh god that starts to get really expensive so i don't know um but Kirk Cousins is nowhere on that list. Matt Ryan is on the list, though, and he would be above trading for trading Bosa for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I, I would. That's a keep Jenny, uh, Jimmy G scenario. Ryan, I don't think Ryan is better than him. 
Well, both both cousins cousins played with under Shanahan in Washington, right? Yep. And then obviously Matt Ryan in Atlanta under Shanahan. So they both have Shanahan connections. That's that's why we're talking about cousins. I think. Oh. Um, Nightmare. I'm not. It's not like I mean. I'm not, well, yeah, I'm not a I mean, fan. Like that was just that'd be terrible. Yeah, I think keep Jimmy G. I don't think you're drafting a quarterback worth it unless you can trade into the top four, unless you really like the North Dakota State quarterback uh, who might be there at 12. So, yeah, I mean, I say stick with Jimmy G, continue to put weapons around him. Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing. Like, he hasn't gotten a, he hasn't gotten a season with – he got half a season with rookie Debo and – uh, short and rental Emmanuel Sanders. He missed most of this season with Ayuk and, and second year Debo. Kittle was out for half this year. Like, I'm really yeah. interested. And he hasn't had the only full offseason that he's had with the Niners ended in the ACL tear, like that the week three of 2018. So, like, he's had a really, it's been stacked against him. So, I'm hoping, I'm hoping we get. I'm hoping we don't go to get too reactionary. And it seems like they're not because if they were going to be reactionary, they would have traded the 12th pick plus next year's first for Stafford. And, and they would, they could have won that deal. Like the Niners could have had the better offer for Stafford, but. Right. Which, which, which should tell you that they're not going to be really dumb and go for something like cousin. Is there anything in that rumor mill about a three-way or something happening with Jimmy G going back to New England because I still think that's going to happen. So Jimmy's got a no trade clause right now for just this season. So if there was going to be a two or three way trade, he would have some say in whether or not that actually gets completed. So they'd have to send him in order to make that work. They'd probably have to send him somewhere that he would want to go. I imagine playing for Josh McDaniels again and Belichick again probably wouldn't be a terrible idea for him, but they also don't have any fucking talent on that team. So maybe, yeah. you know, it's like, if you're, if you're looking at this and be like, how do I get a second contract? How do I get another 25 million a year contract? Another three year, 25 million a year contract. You're not going to do it in the Patriots 2021 passing game. Like unless they go and get, you know, Allen Robinson, you know, with some of these other guys, like there's a chance for them to rebuild it, but, and you know, but we'll see. Amandola back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, Amandala. Um, all right. Uh, the Texans, are we good on this? Are you guys satisfied that I'm at least terrified of Kirk cousins being a Niner? Yeah. Now I'm paying attention. Uh-huh. Yeah. That sounds <laughs> awful. I hope that doesn't happen to you, to you specifically Niner secondary. <laughs> Gotcha. Um, the Texans got a coach, which is cool, I guess. They, they, they. Color. What's his name? Colors. David Cully. 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 All right, Cully. You did a fantastic meme about this that pretty much sums it up. You know what the. Oh, the worst passing. The worst passing offense. Coach from the yeah. Yeah, I was, I was proud yeah. of that one. And one of the other accounts, Cut, Cutler messaged me. He's like, dude, I was just about to do this. I go, yeah, well, beat you to it. A little little uh, inside meme baseball for you there. Um, the 
the uh yeah they trade they signed at least they got a coach but this this reminds me of well here doug he's a fall yes. guy though he's a fall guy coach and they're giving him a shot right they're playing the minority coach card plus if it all goes to shit it's his fault and it's a rebuilding with a terrible franchise they're losing their stars it's a that's a shit job but at least you have to say you're a head coach once right he's not a minority though it's a white guy no oh, i thought he's black isn't he yeah it's a black dude yeah, he's oh black. he is like he had a yeah. huge fro in the 70s or something like he he's that's a black dude uh, I'm thinking of somebody else then. Yeah, and he's kind of kind of a guy that's never been in the head coach conversation for his entire career, which has been long. And it just yeah. it seems it's a it seems like a fall guy move, which is it sucks. So but so this you know, is he'll get he'll get me and, and head coach credentials. So 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 Doug, does this does this hire remind you of anybody from the Browns? Because it reminds me of somebody from the Niners, and I just spent ten minutes ranting about the Niners. So I just wanted to does this remind you of any other coaching hire? Yeah, like a Romeo Cornell? Or who are you thinking? I'm well, I'm gonna say Jim Tom Sula. This feels Tom like, this feels like this feels like the Tom Sula hire in San Francisco where it like it came down to Jim Tom Sula or Adam Gaze, and they picked Jim Tom Sula. Um but like it's which a, might not have been wrong. <laughs> which might not have been wrong, but Trevor's point is is where I, I I'm just going to jump back in with the Niners stuff. This is a shitty job with a shitty organization that doesn't have any players and is losing their best one. And on top of all that, they're like, Oh yeah, by the way, we have to give somebody 3 million a year. So spin the wheel and Oh shit. We landed on the Ravens wide receiver coach. So like, it just, it just screams. Um, uh, it's it's a uh, it's a gap year, right? Like this is they're just you know this this is uh oh here's a, here's um, bridge. their bridge, bridge coach a bridge coach yeah it's like we'll we'll get we'll we'll we don't have any draft picks nobody's we don't have a quarter we're not gonna have a quarterback we don't have any draft picks and we need somebody to take this job please somebody take this job take our three million Man, I hope JJ I hope JJ Watt gets off that team too. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing him go to the Browns. Or the Niners. Yeah, or the Giants. <clears throat> Who? No. Yeah, no, it's uh I didn't know I didn't look too he'll much. Go into play, the, he'll go play, uh, he'll play with his little brother somewhere. Right? Get all get all the Watt brothers on the Steelers. Or we don't want him to go. Right. Uh, did you guys see the introductory news conference for the Eagles new coach by chance? Yeah, what a terrible. That was How tough. hard was that to watch or listen to? Oh, almost as hard as Gaze's one with the Jets. I felt bad for the guy. Was he just super nervous or is that how you talk? He's got to be super nervous. Especially article, being like Philadelphia. Like, ugh. The article I read about it was saying that like, sure, it looked like a hostage video. Um, <laughs> but it... Uh, <laughs> it it's it's really weird to just kind of be standing at a podium talking into a camera and yeah i guess so yeah there wasn't an audience or anything right? he wasn't talking to people and it's just really like i mean i've had to do that for like like running a sales meeting in the in the covid era like where you've got no 
like studio audience to like get any vibe back from it's just there's no sound there's no nothing like when you tell a joke it's just everybody's on mute you don't even know if it lands or not it's awkward as fuck doing like public speaking on a zoom um but so i i feel for the guy there but apparently he's like he's like a super i mean he's only 39 he can't be that big a fucking tool at like right like yeah that i mean i just did not get to like hey this is the guy i want to play for right (laughs) it was more of a oh man someone hold this guy's hand like aren't like locker room speeches a big deal yeah yeah i just don't know how you can look at this guy as a leader when he's barely getting the words out and is stumbling uh, and bumbling but but yeah he is young so we'll see i mean that's that's one of those things that once it starts going bad there's no life preserver there yeah it's it was a bad start it's just stand-up comedy like just oof. right you're just out there yeah you're just out there yeah so yeah but no i didn't see the whole thing i saw parts of it and it was like okay this is hard to watch and i just i didn't i i didn't get the impression that he said anything like offensive to any kind of protected class of people that i needed to say no 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 he just stumbled and repeated himself yeah he just looks super nervous and yeah yeah like somebody you don't want to work with. <laughs> <laughs> Not a leader of men. Yeah. Put that guy, you know, in front of a locker room full of alphas and he's like fucking eating up. Yeah, I mean, Mike Singletary also like was able to get up in front of the, you know, the press and and do his thing and he was god awful. So, I'm not I don't think anyways. That's true. He's really good at his commercials though now. He's yeah, Singletary had street cred. This guy looks like he's really good at video games. <laughs> the uh, uh, the girl that cuts my hair was uh, refereeing a, a, a near fight between her husband and her brother in law, and and at one point the brother. So they're brothers. The, no, no, a uh, brother in law, not. Not brothers. You, I didn't. I, her husband and her brother-in-law would be uh, her, her husband's brother. No. It would be her sister's husband. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> brothers how? <laughs> you keep saying brothers. Brothers how? Um, which, which is its own story. We could tell that one. Um, the... Uh, We'll do we'll do not Joe story time, right? Maybe one of these, maybe during the off season, we'll do not Joe story time right before Trevor's hockey corner. Yeah, the um, yeah, that's a good idea. Anyway, she she uh, she said, "What are you?" Apparently, one point she goes, "What are you going to do with your gamer arms?" And I'm like, "I, I kind of took offense to that because I'm you know not Jack." <laughs> she huh? said, like, she said "Gamer arms, gamer that's arms. good. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. What do you do with those gamer arms?" Yeah. Oof! Took him down a couple. So anyway, I so anyway I started working out today. That's almost as good as Twitter fingers. Yeah. (laughs) Gamer arms. Gamer arms. (laughs) I want to use that. Yeah, gamer arms and itchy Twitter fingers. There you go. Um, There's a speaking of games. There's a game this weekend. Oh yeah. Super Bowl, right? Yeah, I think, that's, I think they have a name for it and everything. How 
so it's Super Bowl LV, which I guess is 55. And somehow it's yep. not in Vegas. I think that's a branding mistake on many levels. Right. Huge. Big time. Um, but do, do, I'll just open the floor. We'll start Doug. Doug, you have any specific thoughts on the game going in? Oh, man. The closer we get to it, the more I'm just astonished by fucking Tom Brady. <laughs> that's really what it is. Uh yeah, him him going to the Super Bowl with a different franchise. Um, I think I saw something today about you know all these guys were saying, oh, the Patriot way, the Patriot way was really it, it was the Tom Brady way. It wasn't the Patriot way. Uh, but yeah, I think that's the big storyline. If Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl, holy shit! That, yeah, they're definitely playing that card very strongly on television. Yeah, just seeing a lot more Brady, 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 Brady than you know Mahomes. He's and 43. I, and, and it's a big storyline. It is. It, it's the it's it's the storyline, really. I mean, and again, like to revisit it, you know, six weeks ago, we weren't talking about that wasn't like really a, 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 you know a topic for any of us. And then uh he Tom Brady puts you know, puts it on at the end of the season, gets through, chunks out some wins. It's hard, very hard to beat in the playoffs. I mean, if he wins, he'll have more Super Bowls than every franchise, including the Patriots. That's a good one, yeah. Including yeah. the Patriots. Have you okay? Have you guys seen the um, Tom Brady has had two Hall of Fame career graphic? Where they split? I don't think so. They split his career mm-hmm. in two, and they go if 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 Tom Brady was two different players, or he'd get into the Hall of Fame twice. I believe that's it. Imp- that's impressive. I mean, I, I guess, you know, the, all these stats are coming out and you're seeing a lot more than I think maybe to, at least to me, I was aware of like, yeah, he's good. He's got all these rings, but like, he's the best quarterback that's ever played. Like hands down. There is no argument really. Yeah. Somebody was in my DMS again, like to the Aaron Rodgers, the most talented people are like, Oh, Brady's the best, but Rogers is the most talented. Shut the fuck up. This the most talented thing is just like the is the participation trophy of the goat conversation. Like Bo it's like Jackson. Bo Jackson's probably the most talented football player that ever lived. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like there's all sorts of shit, right? Like, I mean, Jeff George might be the most talented. He might be the best thrower of the football that anybody's ever seen. But like Dan Marino, right? Yeah. That doesn't that doesn't mean he's like. It's like you've got a game you play it between the fucking lines they, they have referees and everything and they count up the stats and at the end they give the fucking trophy to somebody and yeah tom brady has got the single he's got the single season sure. statistical stuff he's got the career statistical stuff he's got the fucking rings he's the best this yeah. doesn't have to be that complicated division one yeah division one college is full of raw talent the the nfl is full of raw talent sure but yeah. he has he so so sure if you want to make the actual arm strength uh mobility you know all you want to check those boxes off yeah there's probably a lot of guys out there but the the mindset to to win that many super bowls to win that long to play that long that sets you that's he's on his own fucking island and will be for a long time unless like we talked about last week Mahomes just starts right where you left off yeah man might not be as long as you think 
Right. Like Brady, Brady gets, by the time Brady goes in the Hall of Fame, he's already fucking tied with Mahomes. It'd be fucking amazing. That would be. The, um, so I brought up the, if you split Tom Brady's career into two, he's a Hall of Famer. Some, some numb nuts went and said, but, 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 but wait. If you split Tom Brady's career into three, he's also three Hall of Famers. And I'm like, okay, we have to fucking stop now. Like we we have to stop now. Like you stop. Right? It. Is there is there is there anybody in the hall? Is there anybody who has two rings as starting quarterback that's not in the hall of fame? Uh, well, I mean, I we can hope Eli doesn't get in. That's not true. Fuck you guys. <laughs> but I mean, I mean that. I guess that that's the argument. That's the the uh, the nucleus of that argument, right? Is that stat? Is this is purely Super Bowl rings? As a starter, not, you know, there's many there's people out there with more than, you know, two wings that probably didn't play the game, but you know what I mean? There's, I feel, oh, mate. the two Super Bowl ring thing is like, like, and this is, this is the Eli argument, but like, if Joe Flacco won an extra Super Bowl, like, does that make him a Hall of Famer? That's kind of the, but he the, didn't, his, his defense won him a Super Bowl. He didn't really win a Super Bowl. He was He's Super Bowl MVP. He was the best player in that playoffs. He went the entire playoffs without throwing an I, interception. I guess that's right. He was the MVP. He huh? was so the, that big that fucking eighty yard bomb he threw against Denver that actually that won that game when the the Denver safety like fell over and um anyway like Flacco was amazing for like when people say like ask me is Joe Flacco elite I go yes for four games in twenty fucking thirteen and fourteen those four games he was elite. Every other time he's just Joe Flacco. Um, but yeah, we've got to stop at the the dividing Tom Brady's career. Like three is the limit. I'll, I'm going to start having issues if we start going beyond that. <laughs> um, Doug, the uh, since you're the resident college football, I mean, you're just kind of the resident football expert here. Um, I I posted a meme about Cliff. Kingsbury couldn't compete with Patrick Mahomes career record 13 and 16 with Patrick Mahomes. And I said that Cliff Kingsbury has to wake up every morning knowing he went 13 and 16 with Patrick Mahomes in college and Holy (laughs) fuck 467 comments later, Doug 467. And most of them are, most of them are some variation of, it's Texas Bro, Tech. His defense sucked. And then my response was basically like, well, yeah, but like, or he couldn't recruit there or this or that. And it's like, he's the fucking head coach. He's in charge. So am I wrong? I think it's going a lot deeper than what the meme was supposed to be for. Like, that's a funny ha 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 surface level stat you don't really dig into that um i mean texas tech has had good seasons um when mike leach was there they were pretty good they they uh they were one of the first programs to run that air raid offense um so yeah you're not wrong i mean texas tech they their whole philosophy was we're gonna outscore you it's been that way for you know shit 15 years um so yeah they had a lot of high scoring games but you had Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he had Baker Mayfield there at one point too. Um, 
but yeah any i mean you can take shots at cliff kingsbury all day <laughs> you can you can you're you're more than uh <laughs> you got yeah, more than, a, more than one leg to yeah more than one leg to stand on here yeah um, but yeah 400 comments yeah i mean people i mean the argument is yeah it's texas tech it wasn't like a blue blood program in college football but still texas tech had some good years they were good when crabtree was there yeah yeah but like okay and so but one of the other things that came up oh is it's like here i mean i'll just take you through this one laughing my ass off that decent defense let up like 70 points a game i said who was the head coach with those teams and then they said he was an offensive coach. It's like, no, motherfucker, he was the head coach. They've got a title for it and everything. Head coach. He's in charge of everything. <laughs> so yeah. then it's like, okay, um, it's the Big 12, though. High-scoring games are expected. Yeah, but it's hard to get football recruits to go to Texas Tech. Okay, fine. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes. one you got patrick mahomes two it's also hard to get them to go to iowa state and he lost to iowa state by 56 points so it's not like texas tech is playing in the fucking sec exactly yeah they lost to iowa state by 56 points is that real yeah and he lost to kansas state he lost to iowa state he lost to fucking all of these fucking different non-powerhouse schools that if this were just a thing like, oh, ha, ha, he never made... Like, you can't make the joke about him. It's like, oh, ha, ha, Cliff Kingsbury never never won a national championship with Patrick Mahomes. Well, no fucking shit. It's Texas Tech. But, like, to go 13 and 16, there's a problem with your team. If your quarterback's good enough that Andy Reid's like, Hey, maybe we should trade up in the first round of the NFL draft to get this guy. And he was 13 and 16 in college. The gap between coaching talent and and, <laughs> and strategy and the result, like it, it just. Anyways, I'm I'm aggravated. Yeah. He 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 was a, he was a product of the air raid too. He was the quarterback at Texas Tech, and he was good. K- Kingsbury himself. Yeah. Um. Well, his name is but, Cliff yeah, with a K, I, and he probably drives yeah. a yellow car. So we, we know we all need to know about him. But, yeah, he is, uh, he's definitely overrated. I mean, he was supposed to be the offensive coordinator at USC when Arizona plucked him. The Cardinals plucked him from USC as a coordinator, not even a head coaching job, after he had uh, fizzled out at Texas Tech. So, yeah, it's uh, – I don't I, – you know, I don't get all the hype either. Anyways. It's it's aggravating to me. Five hundred forty-seven yeah. comments, and most of them are like, "He's a defensive coach. It was an offensive coach." Well, yes, that's where he was like, that's what he was doing with his like time. But for fuck's sake, like, you're you're the guy that hired the defensive coordinator. Like, if you're such a fucking genius offensive coach, you should be able to know who fucking knows their shit and who doesn't in a fucking defensive coach interview. Yeah, hire hire your weaknesses. Yeah. Well assholes all of them agreed cliff with a k all right well um doug do you want to you've done you've done a mock draft do you have it handy Boom. you want to go through a couple picks or any surprises in there for us um yeah no i did my first mock draft today um 
I think both of you guys would like the picks uh, for your teams that I projected. Yeah, okay, but, but it's uh, I mean, it's super early. A lot's going to change, so I don't know how much stock you want to put put in it. But who's your who's but, your? Let's, uh, do, let's do your top five. Top five. Yeah. All right. Um, Jaguars number one. I got Trevor Lawrence, which is pretty obvious. Upset pick. Uh, number, yeah, number two. So I'm again. I'm, I'm assuming that's if Houston does make a trade, it's going to be with the Jets, just because they have the most stuff to trade. So I have a trade with Houston. And I have Houston picking the BYU quarterback Zach Wilson. Okay. Not the yeah, not the Ohio State quarterback that a lot of other people might be picking there. And then number three, the Dolphins again, probably a trade spot for the third quarterback. But if they don't make a trade, I see them getting uh, offensive lineman or wide receiver Jamar Chase, wide receiver LSU. Wow, over over Devontae Smith. Yeah, wow. I think I think yeah, I think Chase is the more uh, talking heads you listen to. Chase is a better receiver. This yeah, he did sit out this year. He did not play this year. All right. Um, so, and then you also have to factor in, you know, do they want to uh, pair up, you know, Tua with his go-to guy at Alabama, Devontae right. Smith. So, it could be Devontae Smith. But I think Chase is the better receiver. Just uh, I think he's going to hold up better. And then fourth pick is the Falcons. Um, I have them drafting Justin Fields, Ohio State quarterback, saying goodbye to Matt Ryan. I'm uh, getting a little bit of cap relief with getting rid of him and starting a new era down there with their new coach. All right. And is um, that, number is that five. Four? Okay. Five, yeah. First pick is the Bengals. Um, I have them getting the Oregon tackle. Been a swell. Um, a little late to draft an offensive lineman, boys. Yeah. They would, they would be, if he lasts to number five, the Bengals will be ecstatic. That'll be a great pick for them. And who do you have the Giants taking? So Giants at number eleven, I, I have them getting Kyle Pitts, tight end from Florida. Who oh, fuck at eleven? Yeah, who is almost a? Uh, I mean, he's the next big thing in tight ends catching the ball. God, let's six, just, yeah, let's six five two forty. Get Ingram out of there. Um, he's a guy that can play with Ingram. He, he's basically a big receiver. He's almost Megatron. It'll be interesting to see how fast he is. He's on. He's he's basically a wide receiver, but he is looking really good. Yeah, but I, you know, I would, I would, yeah, he he is exciting. It's still, I just still go lineman, lineman, lineman with that team, lineman defense, off, you know, offensive lineman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta, you guys didn't score a whole lot of points last year, so you guys need people that can score points. I think your defense looked all right last year. Um, but yeah, you could, and then I had the Niners who picked next getting Caleb Farley cornerback from Virginia tech. Um, there's two really good cornerbacks in this draft, Patrick Sertan, the second and Caleb Farley. So if you got either of those two guys, I think the Niners would be really happy with, with some of the free agent cornerbacks you guys got. I've seen Sertan mock to them a bunch at 12. So that would be, that would be a very reasonable reasonable pick for us because we're only going to be able to like resign hopefully we get verrett back verrett or sherman I'm, i'd be okay with either um preferably verrett because he's younger but we're going to need another cornerback there on the outside and certain at least has the name recognition which is why i fucking know him so 
Yeah, there's a couple um, sons of famous or not famous, but former players. Patrick Sertain. Um, oh, man, what's the Florida State guy? There's one from Florida State as well that's just the son of a famous cornerback. There's like two or three in this draft. Um, so the bloodlines, bloodlines are uh, making me feel old here when I'm. We're get, yeah, things. I was gonna say we're getting old when guys that we've like traded in Madden are have sons that are getting drafted. <laughs> yeah, yep. I got a buddy who refuses to wear. I think I said this. Uh, refuses to wear any jerseys of current players because they're all younger than him. Doug, yeah. Doug, Doug was actually the one that that got me off wearing jerseys. Yeah, I, I got out of the jersey game. Something about wearing another man's name on my back felt weird as I got older. Yeah, because he realized that they're, you know, they, they lose them the, the myth. Yeah. Um, I got my Joe Thomas jersey. I'm one for one. He's a Hall of Famer, Pro Bowler. What about, what about the Browns, Doug? What do you got? Um, oh, yeah. Way down at 26, the Browns. I have them getting the linebacker from Notre Dame, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa. Um, is is he'll probably is get, that he'll, is that is that realistic or is that just kind of like did you start uh, I mean, with the twenty six pick and work your way and build the rest of the draft or did you do it the other way? Yeah. No, I mean I think he could go as high as like seventeen or eighteen, but there's a chance he could fall to twenty six. <laughs> okay. Um, I I saw multiple mock drafts that had actually had the Browns getting him at twenty six. Okay. So nice, nice. Um, but he would be the perfect fit just because he's that hybrid linebacker safety um everybody's you know throwing five defensive backs out there down so he's the perfect fit i would love for the browns to get him but yeah if he's not there i would i would understand <laughs> i like it i like it um well boys unless we're unless i'm mistaken i feel like it's time for trevor's hockey corner Ooh, yeah we yeah. ready yeah, yeah i actually see, did i did want to hear what he had to say this week I needed I need to get a producer for this so that we can get some like theme music like pumped in here like just specifically for Trevor's hockey corner like early early 90s NBC like that yep yeah all right so anyway Trevor's hockey corner brought to you by Labbits all right strap on those skates we're going to talk about the If you've made it this far, I appreciate it. I hope you liked what I had to say. If you didn't like it, I hope you come back next week and hear more of the stupid shit that comes out of my mouth. Thanks for listening. Go ahead, like, subscribe, review, whatever you got to do. Help me get that podcast clout. Thanks, guys. For the one standing guard. For the eagle-eyed. For the knights in shining armor, and for all those who support them, we are Granger, your experienced safety partner, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com/safety or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.